to Harmony Beats Balance and Smarter Settlers. Join us today with my special guest, Sabrina. Welcome. Aloha, everyone. Thank you. We're going to wrap Aloha Spirit with a ribbon around all of you today. Whether you're listening via podcast or the radio show, we're going to unpack these seven principles of Huna with my special friend and guest, Sabrina who is here on island with me on the island of Kauai, and we're going to talk about Hawaiian mysticism today and how to pull in the seven Huna principles into your own life. Yes. So the first Huna principle is called Ike. And it translates to the world is what you think it is. This refers to the importance of belief. Whatever you believe in, you'll manifest. So if you believe the world is a place of struggle and hardship, then surely hardship and struggle will come your way. Let's talk about that for a minute. So for anyone that's struggling today with hardship, how about you? How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. You know, feeling kind of both. Sabrina, you talk a lot about duality, and it's a topic you're really interested in writing about. Stay tuned, listeners. More (laughs) coming from Sabrina. What is it about the struggle part of duality that this principle, EK, is teaching people? Yeah, I think that, you know, it's important to recognize that we face struggle and hardship as well as joy and positivity in our lives, but not holding on to the focus of dwelling on the hardships and struggles, but recognizing that they're there to teach us a lesson and to redirect us more into positivity and joy and the things that we want to experience. For so many of our followers, they are not really hip on the fact that you have to have some struggle in order to feel the joy. That's a really hard one for most people. Yeah. However, we can't change the truth, can we? No, we cannot. Absolutely. And the faster that we come to accepting the struggles and hardships and not realizing that everything is just good vibes only, then we can move through those struggles and hardships quicker. And after down comes up. Absolutely. All right. What's the next principle? This is really helpful. So the next principle is Kala. Um, It translates to there are no limits. Everything is possible. So, you know, we can say we face a lot of limitations, like we can only grow so tall or we can only experience this amount of money or something like that. But when we really figure out what limitations are truly limitless in this universe, the amount of joy that we can experience and love and happiness. And we realize that there really are no limits. That is so important for our listeners and our followers to practice, isn't it? Because Mm -hmm. practice makes permanent, it never makes perfect. And so if you have a limiting belief, if you have faced real limits, everyone's faced real limits. Today's the day to try to break through. And that's what this Huna principle, wrapping that aloha ribbon of spirit around us is teaching us to break through the limit, even if it's a belief. And if it's more than a belief and it's really happening or it's happened to you, it doesn't mean you don't try again. It's kind of like that. If you don't succeed at first, try, try again. That's how breakthroughs happen is not giving up the first time, the second time, the third time. Now, if you've really given it everything you've got and it's a true limit and you've hit a wall, redirect, Mm -hmm. right? 
Absolutely. You said it very beautifully. Great. Let's go to the third principle. So Makia, um, energy flows where attention goes. And I love this one because you have an incredible power to direct your energy. And I don't know if you've noticed this in your life, Dana, but when you have a bad morning, say you spill your coffee all over yourself and you're just like, my day is done. It's all going downhill from here. And then you get stuck in traffic. Your boss yells at you. It's one thing after another. But if we can take that moment and be able to say, you know what, this is something bad that happened to me, but I'm going to create positivity in my day. And I'm going to be patient and I'm going to text my boss and I'm, I'm going to turn it around and make this day positive. Then we can really redirect that energy. I experience it all the time. And it's that self-talk. So for all of you today, listening, put in the self-talk track that says, okay, I had a shit morning. It's going to be a better afternoon, or I had a shit evening. Tomorrow's going to be a better day. Don't go to bed angry. It's something most of us are taught from the time we're little. It's harder to practice than it is to actually understand, but that's an important thing to do to take the action and action always speaks louder than words. So when it comes to energy, really watch what you're putting out there. Absolutely. And be purposeful with that energy. And that really allows us to tie into the next principle, which is Manawa living in the present moment. When we can live in the present moment, we aren't worrying about the future and what's going to happen next or dwelling on the past and what happened before, but really being here in the now and remembering that that's all that we have. There is a famous teaching that's so good. That's all that we have. There's a famous teaching that says, if we are in the future or we are in the past, we actually cease to exist. We don't exist. So being present is so critical. And these Huna principles are not only Hawaiian, obviously they're universal. They're just put together in such a beautiful way. We wanted to make sure you understood all seven today. And if you practice even one of the seven for the next 28 days, you're building a micro habit. Absolutely. That's very beautiful. And acting now brings the power to our thoughts of change and positivity. And the next Huna principle is, of course, aloha. And here it translates to happiness comes from love. So I know there are multiple translations of aloha, um, but in Huna, it really accentuates the purpose of love and happiness and as they integrate into each other. And when we are seeking happiness, it, we really find it from loving ourselves and loving the earth that we live on and loving other people. That brings us true joy and happiness. So how hard is it, Sabrina, to love yourself? It's been a journey. I think that for each and every one of us, we come to that point in our lives where we realize that we give a lot to others. We seek love externally, but until we can love ourselves fully for who we are and just strive to be the best versions of ourselves, um, then that's really the foundation of it. And it comes easier when we make those active choices to be the kind of person that we want to be and love ourselves through our flaws and our strengths and our weaknesses and all of it. Yes. And all of it, our strengths and our weaknesses, embracing what isn't great about ourselves Mm -hmm. is as important as embracing what is. 
And a lot of people will say they want to remain humble. They don't want to brag. And they will come to me with uh, questions about how are they going to be loving themselves and confident yet not bragging. This came up actually with a good friend of mine who was just here visiting the island and it was a real struggle. And what I said to her is owning what you're great at as well as owning what you're crap at that is not bragging. That is confidence. It takes confidence to admit where we're weak and where we're falling down and where we need help and it's strength. So the aloha principle of happiness comes from love is not all unicorns and rainbows. Mm -mm. Yeah, definitely. It's really important to remember that. But by loving ourselves, we can attain that happiness, that contentment, knowing that we don't need to seek it anywhere else. So I want to make sure the listeners heard what you said about seeking it externally. Will you give us a few more examples? You're such an open, loving, (laughs) kind person. What does that actually look like for you? Yeah, well, for me, it's like, you know, I came from a very um, hard past in childhood, and I didn't really receive love from a dad or a mother. And so for me, it was like seeking that from friends or relationships, um, maybe like food or money or material items. And they would give me a sense of really instant gratification, but then I'd be still left with myself and not doing that work first to, to give myself everything that I need. You know, a shaman once told me that when we become 18, we don't need that physical mother or father anymore. We can find the mother in the earth and the father in the sun to give us power and and give us everything that we need. And then ultimately we find it within ourselves. It's good you all can't see me. I'm tearing up. And I have a kid who's turning 18 next week. And so apparently I have to redefine what motherhood means. And for her and most of us, especially anyone with the Ohana, the family mindset, whether they're blood or not, we end up in each other's circles because it's meant to be. We need to just remember that what we really wish for others is happiness. And there are a lot of coaches and gurus and leaders that talk about happiness is a birthright. And I really believe that. I don't know if you do. Yes. When we come back to ourselves and where we come from, we are are allowed to own our happiness. Yeah. And it comes from love. Mm -hmm. And that is what is sustainable So take what Sabrina is sharing with her open heart and apply it to yourselves. And I want you to do it now. I want you to actually look at your external approach to finding happiness and stop one thing. As you know, from the show and from the podcast, we're always encouraging you to take a shot at one thing, commit to one thing. It's the micro habit that sticks and stop doing one thing externally. I'm going to share mine. Don't come after me, Jeff Bezos. (laughs) I used to probably be in the top 10% of Amazon users. And since November 9th, I have not shopped on Amazon and I'm not trying to trash you, Amazon. It's just that I need to spend my money and my time locally. Mm. We're immersing on a small island. There's a lot of need here and charity starts at home just in time for the holidays. We're really working on the show to give back to the community. And I, myself, as a person and a human being, am really doing everything possible to lead by example. We all know that people follow what we do, not what we say. And so taking a challenge to not shop online doesn't have to be Amazon. It could be any big box 
online store. I don't know if they're called big box because that's brick and mortar. However, you know what I mean? If we can stop that external addiction and instant gratification Mm -hmm. and really determine what we need and want, and then spend some money at home, Mm -hmm. shop local, whether you're on the islands or in the States. So wherever you're listening today, we thank you and we encourage you to shop local. I didn't know I was going to do a public service announcement. Well, I think that was an amazing message that we all needed to hear, Dana. So thank you for that. So our sixth unit principle is mana, and it translates to our greatest strengths lie within us. So it's something that we can work on growing and achieving every day. And in today's society, we often feel like we're powerless, but remembering that we have the power within that no one can take away from us, finding our true strength and our power that lies within. So important. It's so important and easier said than done. Absolutely. Yep. Let's talk about mana for a minute. There are, again, to Sabrina's point, multiple interpretations of this Hawaiian word. And if you're ever on the islands, whether you're on island now or visiting or you visited before or you're coming later, people will use the word almost universally to also mean spirit. Mm -hmm. So read us that definition again. So there's a piece right here that states, when your soul can inspire another soul, that's mana. When your belief in something is so strong that you can persuade others to join a positive cause, that's mana. And when your heart is pure and others can see that your intentions are good, that is mana. So it's really about finding our strength that lies within our soul and spirit and expelling that out into the world. And You know, I read a book called The Untethered Soul. I don't know if anyone else has heard of this book. It's a very dense, intense spiritual book. But he says that our energy and our strength really comes from within. And say we go through a breakup and we're in bed and we're depressed and we can't get up, we can't eat, we can't move. All of a sudden, our ex calls us on the phone and we spring out of bed and we have this instant energy, even though we haven't eaten and we haven't moved. And it's like, where does that energy come from? Where does that, that spirit inside of us be able to come alive and ignite? And we can use that power for good and positive intentions to help other people and to bring positivity and love into somebody who is maybe struggling in our lives. And if you haven't read this book, I started it and didn't get through it. I actually ended up reading, his name is Michael Singer. I read his next book, which was The Surrender Experiment. You know how some books you just devour and others you start and stop and then come back to and other books you read a little bit and you're like, oh, I need a break. It's too much. And then you think about it and other books just aren't for you. There's no right, wrong, good, bad. We don't have judgment here. We're in the judgment-free zone. Michael Singer's work is very, very deep. And I love that you brought that untethered soul book up. I need to challenge myself and, and try it again now that I've read a surrender experiment. The, the punchline on surrender experiment is that when it comes to mana, it's actually about honoring that everything's happening as it unfolds for good reason. Even when it's hard, scary, big, understood, misunderstood, it's just happening because it's happening and not putting judgment around that it's happening. Mm -hmm. 
And that's mana too. Yep. Yeah. Just being really. <laughs> Our last human principle is Pono. So it translates to truth is a virtue. Now, most Hawaiians, um, as far as I've read, see Pono as the most valuable principle of all the Huna principles. Just like Aloha, Pono is hard to sum up. To live Pono is to live to your highest moral ability as it relates to your truth. And if you apply the concept of Kala, then you know that the only limits to how morally good you can be are the limits you place on yourself. And in Western society, examples of living Pono might be through random acts of kindness, treating your neighbor as you'd like to be treated, telling the truth, or volunteering. Yeah, Pono. So we as a family have been doing a lot of volunteering here. I have asked Sabrina actually to join our family in some volunteering, and we we did it recently. We went to Kana'ialuma, and we gave back and cleared brush from an incredibly ancient village also known in Hawaii and all the islands as a heiau. And what we uncovered was pretty remarkable, wasn't it? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, deep stuff, really ancient. And wherever you're giving back, consider that pono. And we want you to give back. That's that community facet of life that we all share. We have our career, we have our friends, our family, our community, and our own well-being. And if you were to take a map and draw the seven Huna principles, you could map all of them really inside of each of life's facets. Mm -hmm. You could have all seven principles that you're applying to career and family and friends and giving back in community, however you do it, whether you write a small check or go volunteer or do the bake sale or help your kid with a fundraiser at church. Whatever it is you're doing to be Pono, do it with total integrity and own your truth. Yeah, absolutely. Own your truth. Sabrina, you talk about owning your truth a lot from your own philosophy and your own wisdom and your own way of living. We're going to be out of time in a few minutes. Is there some kind of a truth that you want to own now that might inspire others to be more Pono? Mm, That's beautiful. Yeah, something that has come up for me recently is to be kind to others. You know, a lot of the time we can easily be irritated by other people or um, not agree with them or become annoyed or just very kind of wrapped up in our own opinions and feelings and become defensive. And I think that owning our own truth and where we are and maybe if why we are becoming defensive or irritated is very important to have that with ourselves but it is our ability to respond and react in a place from our own truth and I think that when we can come from a place of love then that is the highest truth and when we can react and respond to others with love you know maybe if you have to tell them like hey I need some space I need to set this boundary um this is I'm feeling very irritable for you know, this reason, but not acting out of anger and pushing others away, Um, just really coming from a place of love and honoring our own truth if we need time to step away and take that time for ourselves. Pono is time for yourself. 
while also honoring being kind to others. Mm -hmm. If I sum up what you're saying. Yes. So let's pono up because (laughs) most of us are either coming through one holiday and going into another. Some of us are in multiple back-to-back holidays, depending on belief systems, religion, and culture where you are in the world physically, geographically, please pono up, practice one of the seven principles to start, pick a facet of your life to apply that principle. And in terms of this show and our wish for you, we really wanna wrap the Aloha ribbon around you. Happiness comes from love. If this show brings you happiness, we want you to DM us and you can find us at Settle Smarter in terms of the show in terms of Instagram, in terms of LinkedIn, at Settle Smarter. And Sabrina, if they want to find you, where do they find you? So I am Sabrina.Bides on Instagram. And actually, um, Dana going through her transition and her rebrand is now on Instagram, Dana Mahina. So you can find her there. Oh, Dana Mahina. It's live. It is. I didn't even know. (laughs) That is Pono. Exciting stuff. (laughs) Keeping it real. Yes. So Dana Mahina, and Mahina means moon. We'll do some more aloha and Hawaiian teachings as we learn them, we embrace them, we envelop them, we will share them with you. And if you are either Kanaka Maoli or Hawaiian or native Hawaiian and listening to this show, if at any time we say something that isn't correct, we want you to let us know. Message us, let us know, we'll fix it. Yes, please educate us so that we can help educate others. Yes. Yeah, so from Our hearts to yours. We wish you aloha. Aloha. We're so grateful for your openness and your sharing today, Miss Sabrina. Thank you so much, Dana. And until next time, we say ahui ho. Ahui ho. (laughs) 